Uh, thanks for listening to the Role Playing Exchange. Uh, this is another game of Star Trek Adventures. I'm Joe, your GM. Today also uh, appearing is Burke. Introduce yourself, Burke. Hey, what's up? This is Burke. Do you want to do character introductions? It's been a while. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. probably a good idea. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Lenara Morrow, a uh, joined Trill, who is the assistant to the Chief Medical Officer on the OSS Mercury. Right. Hey, and uh, this is Aaron from Roleplaying Public Radio. I am playing uh, Ensign Platt, the uh, Denobelian Operations Manager. <laughs> I, I, operations I, I, Manager. Yeah, at that point, the way I just sounded, I said it, it honestly made me sound like I ran the commissary on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm that one guy in... Uh, Oh, what was it? Uh, down periscope on the on the other advanced <laughs> submarine. It's just there uh, uh, selling skittles to the other people. Yeah, yeah. Just trading cigarettes for holodeck yeah. credit. Exactly. <laughs> the dark future of Good Star God. Trek is it's not actually post scarcity. It's just a jewel based economy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Destroy it. Nope. <laughs> Send Spock back in with some plot red. device, red matter, and destroy that. Red matter. <laughs> This is my Romulan ale oil. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, God. This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> <Fine>. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, the crew of the USS Mercury is currently in the uh, asteroid uh, ring of the Duval Earth system. Uh, okay. They're studying and... A particular asteroid about the size of Sarah's, because that's uh, convenient for me, uh, where uh, the the Mercury has detected some sort of uh, what they believe to be rudimentary life. Okay. Uh, and to set up a long-term study, uh, they have uh, on the surface established or currently building a um, long-term research lab on the surface of the asteroid. Uh, where the longer-term biologists are going to send out here are going to study the life. Uh, and the Mercury's crew is currently building it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, both Platt and Dr. Mora are on the, on the asteroid currently. Uh, Platt, you're helping set up uh, and verify that all the, you know, emergency security barriers and... Uh, you know, force fields to keep out the lack of atmosphere are working correctly. Okay. I was about to ask if this, it, it, with the life right now, if this is an atmosphere capable uh, no, it is, asteroid. It, it is not an atmosphere capital, uh, capable asteroid. So I think it's got less than 0.01 Gs or something along those lines. It's microgravity okay. at best. All right. Um, is the habitat already set up or are we in EV suits setting this up? Uh, you're in EV suits. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, Maura, you're down there because you're the ship's xenobiology expert. That's um, true. And you want to make sure that, one, they're not doing anything to damage the life as they okay. are attempting to observe it. And two, that they're not carrying any contaminants back to the ship. Sounds good. That's uh, pretty straightforward. All right. And that's where we'll pick it up. So um, you and Platt are in the the superstructure Uh which does have atmosphere, but it's not, no one is counting on it. Everybody's still wearing their EV suits. Uh, Platt, you are installing a, Platt, you're installing a, uh, I guess a force field. Uh, and Dr. Mara is uh, scanning somebody to make sure they're not carrying any contaminants back. Morrow. Oh, 
Yeah. Doctor, I don't yeah. know why you would be as I don't know why you would be as concerned about this, considering the fact that the transporter well, it's like the transporter biofilters should be able to take out almost anything that we need. They Which should be. Us. But we don't know for sure. Yeah. So I'm assuming you, you know, it's like you're sitting there reading that particular uh, it's a, a report about uh, it's like the Enterprise literally pulling somebody out of uh, it's like that's like pulling somebody out of a uh, transphasic state. Exactly. So hmm. again, that was one incident compared to a that was only compo- uh, it's like comparable to a unique situation in which uh, it's like a star, uh, it's like star matter was basically causing a plasma stream. I agree, but this is. <laughs> Also, a unique situation in that we're dealing with a form of life that we have no sensor logs for, except for what we've just obtained. Well, right, uh, which is uh, which is absolutely unique, but it's obvious. It's like that is far from the first species that we found that could exist in a vacuum. True, but I think a thirty-second tricorder scan before beaming back to the ship is a completely reasonable request to the crew. <sighs> so, yes, the the crew are nodding nodding vigorously. Like yes, yes, okay. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'd rather. That's like I it, again. It is what makes you happy, uh, happy and comfortable. I. That's like this is just a stray observation. Also, given the fact it. that uh, the fact that we've been out here for two hours, and I do as much as I love. That's like work. Uh, what love my work. This is a very tedious job today. Recalibrating. That's uh, like recalibrating the the shields for. That's uh, like for atmospheric compatibility. Mm. Well, well, I always appreciate your input. Uh, Ensign Hammer, who's chilling out, like literally leaning against a wall with a phaser rifle, says, I think your job's tedious. <laughs> Poor Ensign I'm guarding Hammer. some space books. Space bugs. They're not necessarily bugs, Ensign. I, I know. I know they're not bugs. And I thought it's, your, that's like your special, that's like your specialty before transferring command was entomology. Uh, yeah, but there's a reason I got out of that. Uh, I thought I could get over like the creepiness and... Because everything else is super interesting. Like, everything else about insects, super interesting, top to bottom. I just, like, looking at them, I just, I can't, I can't, I just can't do it. So, so is this like a Tom Paris legacy invite to Starfleet that we got here? No, he's just, he's literally just, you know, he's just, he transferred from science to to uh, good old um, security because he couldn't handle space bugs. Okay, so uh, well, remind me never to uh, introduce you to some. That's uh, to uh, introduce you to the works of that's uh, like Frank Herbert. Probably wouldn't like that. Uh, no, probably wouldn't. No. Well, that's like one of the more fascinating writers. If yeah, you can get past the uh, extreme fascist overtones. <laughs> you do love your old books. That's human literature. What are you reading that for? So, well, I again, you can't keep one. One cannot keep themselves within their own bubbles. You can, that's like, seek to expand your palate and your experiences. Even that's like for the knowledge, even if they don't necessarily agree with your own. Uh, well, if you say so, it's just not. It's not my style. <laughs> I like to. I like to stay in my lane. If you know what I mean. So, nope. Especially after that, and cat that that um. Oh, never mind. Uh. <clears throat> You know what? I'm just gonna. Um, I just gonna check around the corner. And he just walks away. <laughs> doesn't look he, back. No, he doesn't look back. He's <laughs> he almost inadvertently admitted uh, something he should have been disciplined for <laughs> <laughs> a couple episodes ago. So ah, uh, okay. Let's look better. Uh, well, I seem to be finished up all in here. How's your? It's like how's your round of scans? 
everyone seems clear. Uh, yeah. Um, so one of the super interesting things about this particular form of life is that it seems to be uh, argon based. Okay. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we, uh, at least we know it's a noble species. Oh, boy. Uh, uh. Bye. Bye. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> hey. David's not here. I got to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so it doesn't look like it seems real interested in attaching itself to, to complex molecular structures. Um, mm, makes sense. So everybody seems to be coming away clean. On the other hand, that does indicate that it's going to be pretty difficult to figure out anything about how the life operates. Yeah. So at least that's I can understand while setting why setting up a long term study to make sure that to, to see at least how it might that's like generate other changes in its biology. Yeah. Okay. So so this is an insect non non sapient species as far as we are, we know. Yeah, as far as you're aware, it's not sapient. Okay. <clears throat> and seems insectoid, hmm. but I mean, obviously, it can't actually be an insect. <laughs> uh, well, insect like so. Yeah. Um, so you, you move on to go install another, uh, another piece of safety technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, and as you round the corner, um, I'm going to say, give me a, uh, insight and security rolls all around. Uh, everybody. Oh, I sure wish I, (laughs) well, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Our security <laughs> officer is uh, out on, you know, assignment today. Right, yeah. He's, uh, he's back at the academy teaching briefly. He's right. also at a security conference. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, and let's see. Not what I expected. No success. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll try this again. Hey! hey. That actually did something. So, Platt, out of the corner of your eye, you see telltale sign of a transporter. Mm-hmm. And your familiarity with transporters tells you that uh, it's definitely not a Federation transporter. In fact, you're pretty certain this is a Klingon transporter. Sorry, like a pad or a beam? A beam. Oh. Oh, that that's one's coming in right now? Yeah. Or just... Yes. So you are prepared. So I can when, see like, the color red. Sorry. Yeah, you see the, yeah, you see the red <laughs> transporter color. <laughs> um. And I forgot, yeah, timeline-wise, because we're going into, it, this is prior to the full Dominion War, correct? Yes. That's been the way, so. It's 2371, uh, right, uh, so it's like first season of Voyager. Kind first of season of DSM. Okay, yeah. so at that point, we, it's, we're prior, uh, it's, sorry, I know I'm breaking character on that, but prior That's to fine. the, uh, prior to Galron, dis, uh, it's like dissolving the Kittimer Accords. Ah, it's happening right about now. Ah, <laughs> which is like the the interesting premise of the game that we're on the other side of the yeah, you're on Empire. the wrong side. Yeah, do we? Uh, would we? Okay, and I was a pre. In your case, would we be aware of that already? Or nope, nope. <laughs> okay, so I'll play that too. Just kind of yeah, it, it happened like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just to remind everybody of kind of the the stellar geography or cartography or whatever. So we're over in the Shackleton Expanse, which is like way in the east of the um, Alpha Quadrant, or Beta Quadrant. Right. right. And everything that's happening at DS9 is way over on the other side of the Alpha Quadrant. So we're kind of like two quadrants separated from a lot of those politics. So it might take time. And the way the Klingon Empire works is it kind of like snakes up, and then the Federation is split on both sides of it, just the way that the territories worked out. We're on the other side of that split, so we're somewhat isolated. Yeah, okay. You're on the the back end of the Federation, yeah. Okay, so... 
Yeah, yeah we're did. really a backwater crew. Um, okay, so testing our weird uh, little ship. All right, so in this case, we see that it's odd, but we're not. Yeah, yeah you're but... not necessarily good. <laughs> yeah, don't fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just making the assumption. I put a stairs and cling on meme. In no, the chat, yeah, it's, so that's I'm, what I I'm like making that. the assumption yeah. that when Galrod dissolved, it's basically. <laughs> oh, oof, oof, <laughs> oof. Oh, oh, god. So, uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of uh, whole. It's like not going for my phaser because I'm assuming I have one on the EV. Yeah, because you never stuff. know. It's what probably, light, yeah. It's probably really awkward to get to, though, in an EV suit. I mean, yeah, it's not in your pocket. Uh, so they beam in. Uh, they have disruptors, and they have, you know, bat lifts and mech lefts and all other kinds of difficult-to-pronounce Klingon weapons. Uh, so in this case, so I, I will... I'm, I'm not speaking Klingon, because if they speak off uh, the hair, I'm going to look. But, like, uh, are, I guess they're in EV suits, too, right now, so... They are. Uh, try to search for their. That's uh, just put a, a a full call on their radios, and just like, uh, gentlemen, uh, welcome. Uh, that's like, welcome to uh, asteroid beta nine five. May I help you? Yes, you may surrender and save your lives. So, excuse me. Uh oh, that's like, what is going on here? You have not heard. The Federation and the Empire are at war. Ugh. So, uh, what was this, and when was this declaration met? Although, I mean, I'm they're spreading this... out now. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, How many were there? Doing it... There are four. Okay. And uh, is that after I round the corner, or is they in sight of the other uh, of everybody? Else? Uh, they round the corner. You're around the corner. Uh, one is going in the direction you were heading. The others are two. Others are heading back towards where Doctor Marrow is, and uh, yeah. Well, we've been given no formal. Tr- uh, tr- uh, we've been given no formal information on this, and I do kind of like hip on the. That's uh, like where my phaser is holstered. If you would like to talk to our captain, we uh, we'd be more than happy to. But we are not surrendering this area at this point. No, nor starting a conflict. Good. And if <laughs> he he pulls out his disruptor and aims it at you. Well, uh, Denobulan versus Klingon is the best. Oh God! Well. <laughs> Here we go. Well, well I'm uh, not going to fight you, and uh, but I'm also not going to surrender. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, yeah, well, at this point, ugh, like, I was trying to pull the, we're going to talk this out, but, you know, that doesn't count defending myself if you literally level a disruptor at me, so. Right, that's fair. Ugh, so, uh, hitting my comm badge or whatever I do to just send out the, the general alert, and. <laughs> okay, you hit it in the alert pattern. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That doesn't take much time. So uh, I'm going to need Fuck. you to attempt to avoid being shot. Oh, God. Okay. So let's see. Don't worry. You're... I'm not going to kill anybody's character 10 minutes into the start of the game. <laughs> and I'm not really planning on killing anybody overall. But if it happens. I mean, it could happen. Because but... some people, you know how I roll. So yeah, <laughs> we'll that's see true. what happens. <laughs> All right. So trying to dodge. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to be a daring command. Uh, I, most of this stuff is going to be security. Um, security. So daring. So it could security. be daring or control or fitness. Your preference. Um, I prefer daring to see if I can possibly get a get dodge into a position that's advantageous for me, so I can take a, sh- a pot shot at him with my phaser. That would be daring. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to do that, and uh, let's see. Code of honor is not going to help this time around. <laughs> so. 
uh, in this case. But and we start off with not one momentum, but one determination, right? One determination, which guarantees okay. you success, and you have okay. two momentum. I have one threat. Okay, and one threat at this point. So, all right, I will go ahead. <sighs> I'm not going to spend that determination just yet. So okay, <laughs> we're going to see about that. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to make my roll. Don't roll like crap. Roll like crap. <laughs> All right, you fail. Uh, so you will not avoid the the effect of this uh, <laughs> disruptor. Um, I have a feeling he's going to shoot to kill. Um, no, because if not necessarily. Uh, if he was going to shoot to kill, he would have just showed up and then shot you. That That's true. But... Failure can manifest in a lot of ways. That, yeah, that, that's so <laughs> um, I'm going to say this. You do get out of the way, uh, but you don't get out of the way that's convenient for you. Like you get you, you attempt to like jump for a rock that you're going to be able to like prevent him from moving into the other room and like have a good position to shoot him from. Uh, he blasts that rock before you get there. And you dodge a different way, and now you're kind of like in a in a corner in this cave, a corner in this like Star Trek cave mm-hmm. with a lip kind of sticking out. And he doesn't have a shot on you at the moment, but you know you're kind of trapped there. You okay. can shoot back at him, but it's going to expose you. All righty, so uh, so I I'll, I can take a shot, but it would be at a risk. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> and for right. this moment, I'm going to cut back to yeah. Uh, <clears throat> The rest of the crew, a.k.a. the only other member of the crew. <laughs> Dr. Morrow, you see two Klingons turn a corner, mm-hmm. and then you hear some discussion, and then there's a disruptor blast. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, did the two Klingons that I rounded the corner do? So there's, because there's one went the other way, there's one dealing with Platt, yeah. and then two came right. into the main. And then two come into your to main area where all your stuff is set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's two of them. There's probably like four or five. Starfleet's in here. Okay. Um, and they stand in the hall, you know, sort of in the doorway and demand your surrender. They don't have disruptors out. They just have, uh, you know, bladed weapons. Okay. Um, that's probably worse with the EV suits. I need to take yeah, a to talk to the, uh, to the, the air hose. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what are the uh, kind of like gesture for the other ensigns and security to not overreact? And just say, we cannot surrender this. Do you understand what's on this asteroid? We cannot surrender it to you. We do not care what is on this asteroid. Well, you should. There's an entirely unknown and potentially dangerous life form. Oh, of course. One puts the bat lift down and then pulls a disruptor and just fires it down the hallway like six or seven times past you in what he assumes is the direction of the life. There. No. Now it is no longer here and no longer a concern. What is wrong with no. What is wrong with you? Surrender I or perish. Can't do that. He shrugs and they charge. <laughs> oh no. Where's my ice pick wielding Andorian? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> God, he shows up time to Yep. Well, that's okay, because you weren't here when we had to like re-engineer the whole ship. So. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that would have helped. Uh okay, okay, so he's charging you with this battle. Um what do I? I'll probably just grab a generic piece of science equipment that is not okay. totally not plastic. Um, just try to defend my, just block, try not to get hit and kind of move away from him. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to have duranium shells, exactly. so it'll be yeah. fine. Uh, now might be a good time to have a host with melee combat. I mean, that would be great. 
<laughs> I've actually never abused the like join trait because it's kind of. Kind of I mean, th- this would be the time to use it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So my third. Like if you have an advantage, I would use the advantage. Yeah, that's fair. So just to remind you, the way it works is I can just declare, like, literally just say, oh, uh, I had such and such host and they did this. And then I get a focus for that scene. And I can do that once per game. All right. Um, so I would just indicate that stuff on when you declare it, just write it in the character listing in the yeah. listing section. So I have it later so I can review it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I guess I should be consistent. Um, cause I just end up with like, you have like 38 hosts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the oldest troll alive. <laughs> Weird. 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 <laughs> I think I actually randomly determined I had something like, I think I was rolling for it one day. Um, so I'll say I had, a my second host do it or no, Tobias we'll say Tobias was an expert at Betazoid Jiu Jitsu, which nice. is the BJJ of <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh boy okay sure that's now canon it is now yes you so heard I it first gain, listeners beta uh, Jiu- uh, jujitsu bjj that's right uh. <laughs> okay so then for this scene and i can't do this again for the rest of the this whole session today right i have right. the focus of beta soy jujitsu bjj yeah right okay all right, so uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna slice you up with that uh, batlith. All right, I will defend myself passively at first. Passively, um, right? Uh, so kind of like just focusing on defense. I would say. All right, uh, then I would say that's control and security. Okay. Okay. Hey, nice. I did something. I did it. I had two success. Yay. All right, so uh, you just you block and you throw the Klingon over to the side into a heap of equipment. Meanwhile, the other four Starfleets are swarming the first Klingon. <laughs> uh, ancient hammers come around the corner, and after a squeak, oh, holy crap, and then shot him with the face of rifle. <laughs> uh, so he goes down. Because mm-hmm. he gets shot like four or five times. <laughs> a hammer turns to you and says, is there any more of them? I saw one fired down that way. I'll just sort of gesture towards where Platt went. I saw the right, shutter fire. You have this guy? I'll deal with this one. All right. Rest of us this way. <laughs> so he charges down the hallway. Um, all right, back to Platt. Platt, Platt you're all in right. this lip. The Klingon right. is mocking you. Come out, so, little man. As uh, for stuff that I have, did I still have a uh, essentially all the tech that we were working on down here? Yeah, you have whatever you needed to carry to the next room within reason. Just now, in case. I imagine you dropped a bunch of it when you tried to dodge out of the way. Okay, so just is by luck, if I'm getting behind here, can I say I have, there's a, maybe a spare uh, pattern enhancer next to me? Uh, Since we're going down onto a, uh, onto I think down. there's a thing, I think you can spend momentum to create that sort of thing. So sure. Okay. Spend right, a so point I'll, of momentum and you got it. Okay, I will spend a point of momentum <laughs> to uh, make sure I have a pattern enhancer. Um, All right. So while I'm hiding it back, I would, I want to, uh, I want to go ahead and modify it slightly so it's only picking up on the Klingon uh, okay. uh, on the Klingon 
one and to basically just to pull a site to site transport directly into the uh, directly into the brig. So um, I do kind of just quietly tap right now and then I will see if I can get a hold of them and say, like, I need you to put these coordinates on this particular pattern enhancer. Uh, okay, so uh, let's start with you contacting the ship. Okay, do I need to make a roll for that, or just? Uh, no, uh, because there is no. You cannot raise the ship. <clears throat> oh, I cannot. So, alrighty. Um, all right. So, in that case, you can, is there... you can undo the spend if that is an essential part of your plan. No, it's it's. Yeah, so I can't. I can't verbally contact the ship. Correct. No. Okay. You hit Would the communicator, be... and it goes off. Like it. It still works. Uh, but the ship is not responding. The ship is not responding. Okay. Right. Um, pulling out a tricorder, is it possible for me to piggyback on the signal and then like, and then try to access the, uh, to see if I can make a connection to access the transporter systems myself? Uh, sure. We'll give that a shot. Okay. Um, should it be the whole round? <clears throat> okay. That's that fine. Together. So I, I'm, I'm and, acting like a coward uh, while I'm trying to get fine. this ready. And, um, you're going to need four successes though. Four that's successes, pretty so. crazy. Okay, no, that's fine. So like I have a I have a communicator, uh, a pad, transporter pattern enhancer, and a tricorder. I'm going to make that into a transporter. All right. Well, not not make it into a transporter. Basically, the plan is to use that. Uh, it's like use the targeting, uh, the pattern enhancer, basically to put a lock or an easier uh, an easier time to lock on that particular Klingon. Basically, I just want to kind okay. of throw it at him once it's done, and and then of- you try and access the ship systems from here. <clears throat> and transport yeah, gonna, him away. Yeah, so basically I'm just trying to create, create an interlink so I can make that site-to-site transport since obviously nobody's picking up on the other side. So, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I, so don't to be me, scared they, to spend momentum, by the way. That's like your one yeah. of your whole things. Okay, yeah, no, I was going to I, I was already going to do that too. So, um, yeah, so part of it is first, if we need to make this a multi-role, that's fine, but setting up the, the link first so I can make the transport and then trying to get the pattern enhancered on him in some way. All right. So that'll be the whole round. Okay. Um, I can... <laughs> you're back there fiddling with that. So give me the roll. Uh, let's see. Uh, would that be, uh, I, would you want that to be insight or engineering or uh, daring and engineering? Ah, oh, daring and engineering. <laughs> Got it. That's fine. Uh, one, I do have a focus for transporters and replicators. Okay. That so. focus will help. All right. So, and then, yeah, definitely spending the momentum and, oh, what the hell, a determination. So that'll at least give me one success. All right, so you, you're guaranteed one success. All right. And in this case, with the focus, am I still just rolling two for my task roll? Uh, yeah, the focus increases the chances of success. Okay, so, so focus used, yes. Right. So, um, so, just, so just two dice still? Unless you spend momentum. Unless and I did. Momentum. I spent momentum, so yeah, I spent that. So we're gonna get right. three. So you're gonna roll three dice. You get one automatic success. All right. So if they all come need, up. Just need three more. Come on, come on, come on. Stupid plans. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Short by one. Just barely. Yeah. Uh. So you're like, uh, you start fiddling with it. Um. If you had just like one more, if you had a second pattern buffer, or like one of those little energy packs they carry around sometimes, you'd probably be able to pull it off, but you're linking it together and you just do not have the energy to access the ship systems from here with the equipment on hand. Okay. Like, put it in your back pocket for later. Maybe that's a thing you can do later. Okay. But uh, it is not going to work. Uh, so you're in cover, and the Klingon is just firing into the cover. The rock's getting pretty hot <laughs> while you're doing that. Actually... And- 
Sure. Uh, well, I, I, you could say you could shoot this down. Um, but if uh, if I try to do something stupid by say inter, that's uh, like trying to maybe get a bit of power out of my EV suit, which could complicate and actually cause it to fail. Could I give? Could I possibly get the, the last of the charge I need to set this off? So at least putting uh, myself. If you want to spend, let's take a look here. So I am out of momentum um, and determination. So right, uh, you can regain determination. I think pretty okay. sure. Yeah, I think that's uh, going by your values. Yeah, so. your values. It's like if you challenge and <clears throat> deal with your values in a difficult right. way. Uh, yeah, give me a point of threat. Okay, that's all. Ro- give me a point of threat, and I'll ro- let you roll an extra die. And then uh, if that comes up as a success, it works. Okay, I'll roll an extra one. Uh, still under daring and engineering? Yeah. Okay, come on. Got nice. it! Nice. Yes. Hooray, all right. So you're okay. like, uh... <laughs> so you're like, uh, well, um, well, I'm wearing this EV suit, so you hook that in, and yeah, it gives you oh. just enough power, and you just toss the pattern in the hand. I, to I do, but it's like, enjoy your trip. <laughs> God damn it. It says, what do you mean by, and then he beams away. <laughs> um, also, sorry to talk about you. So, Aaron, on your yeah. character sheet, do you see the challenge dice? Uh, yes, I do. So roll one of those. Okay. And you can get a point of momentum back, because you're a young officer. Uh, uh, no, you got type of one. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't see that. So, yeah, let me get that. So, all right, let's try that again. Uh, I typed the one in. What the hell? What is the actual? That's weird. Yeah, I did. Okay. It. Okay. okay. So that's fine. So, <laughs> you remember you have the untapped potential because you're like a really inexperienced officer. So oh, okay. So whenever you spend momentum just... and succeed, you can get it back. Oh, right. you're right. So okay, right. cool. So that's fine. <sighs> and immediately unplug the pattern enhancer. So I'm, cause I'm going. <laughs> Like, I don't want my suit failing now. Yeah, your EV suit says down to 20% power. Uh, looking uh, around the corner and trying to go back into where, uh, back through the, uh, into the uh, main part of the shelter. Uh, you instantly crash into Ensign Hammer. No. <laughs> As he's charging down the corridor. Oh. oh. You're down uh, sorry, sorry, Ensign. That's like, uh, that's like what, uh, what's going on? Cleons! Cleons! Uh, yes, I just dealt with one. They should be in our, one should be in our brig by now. Oh, great, but what, what about the other? Never mind, I'll find them. And he just scrambles back up. The other four Starfleets have scrambled past two, both of you down the corridor, phasers out. He's like, I'll, I'll let you know what happens. Uh, do so. So, uh, Platt uh, to uh, Mercury, please respond. Uh, there's no response. It's dead. Uh, so go back into the, the shelter and find there, Doctor. I'm probably... Yeah, you're. he's, he's busy punching Klingons. Oh, God, so the other Klingons, oh, Okay, I didn't. I thought we were taking care of those. So, well, I was thinking like just as around the corner, like I probably have a lot of adrenaline going because I don't normally tap into my host, and I'm not yeah. very good at it. Okay. So I probably just come in and like I just have a huge like aluminum can, and just as this Klingon's kind of getting up out of a pile of rubble, I just like clock him across the head like as he's getting up. Right, he goes down, <laughs> <laughs> and there's another unconscious one from the other four. Yeah, right over in the middle of the. Oh, oh, okay. Facer time, I guess. (laughs) So, are you okay, Ensign? Uh, just had another more herring experience, and I'm probably going to need to re. That's like recharge my uh, suit at some point. Um, uh, apparently, I don't know if they heard that, but the one who had me pinned a while a minute ago stated that they. uh, It's like the Kittimore Accords are uh, no more. Yeah, these were also very aggressive. Compared to Cleon standards, but mm. in this case, have you been able to uh, to like raise the ship? I haven't tried. 
Ugh, they're not responding on, uh, on the normal communications grid. We may want to get well over to that's like to the inner console to see if we can tap into anything. Agreed. If, if we're being blocked. So, so uh, I'll probably they... stack up the two Klingons and then I'm going <laughs> to re- reduce the oxygen levels on their EV suits enough to keep them alive but make it harder for them to wake up from being Ooh, unconscious. Okay. Damn. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> Just enough for life, not enough I'm... for consciousness. Exactly. I know what I'm doing. I'm a rough and tumble doctor. It's right there. Yeah, that's there. true. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Do we have... Were we just using... Do we have a communications array of any kind we set up that the Klingons might have gotten to? I don't know the engineering infrastructure of this space. Uh, Hold on one moment. Sure. Okay. So we do have that? Uh, uh, I don't know. He said he he went away real quick. Oh, okay. Oh, he's right. Okay, never mind. Okay. There you go. All right. So what was that question? I asked... I I wasn't sure the engineering infrastructure. So it's partially in character to Platt and partially just in general is... um, you know, did we have maybe a communications system that the other the other Klingon could have gotten to, or that they could have damaged before? Uh, everything's pretty pretty much here. Okay. Um. So this central corridor or this the central room uh, has all of the all of the equipment you'd be using, and all the it's it's like the control center okay. for this little base. So power uh, rations. Everything. Yeah. Power, yeah. Pretty much everything is here. Okay. Um. So you can attempt to raise the ship's communicate the ship. From this location, using a stronger communications network here, um, <clears throat> that's certainly possible. Uh, it's it doesn't look like it's been damaged by the Klingons. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So at least we can. Uh, so as far as we know, because how far out is the Mercury itself from the asteroid? Uh, it, in your last recollection, it was still in the asteroid belt nearby. Um, it wasn't in transporter range, but it was never supposed to go far enough away to be out of transporter range for more than like five minutes. So if you called them and said, Hey, we need, you know, we got a couple to transport up. They'd be like, all right, give us five minutes. We'll be there. They should have been able to hear us and come running. So, and since you just Mm -hmm. used a transporter, this ship's transporter to transport that guy, they're in transporter range now. (laughs) That's a great point. Yeah. So that was again, (laughs) my next question about that. So, Alrighty. Uh, yeah. Let me see if we can boost the gain or see if there's any particular interference with it. So, um, yeah, we'll go to the the comms station and see if we might be able to raise them. Mm-hmm. And in the facility, do we are we under normal gravity or are we under the the asteroid's gravity? Uh, you're under the asteroid's gravity. Okay. We have not yet installed any. Uh, no gravity, gravity plates. plates. Yeah. No gravity plates. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Because okay, that's that's a little disorienting. Because you said it's like series, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like 0.03 G's. Okay. Okay. I knew it was low. <laughs> yeah, it's really low. Ceres so. is like a thousand kilometers, roughly, in diameter. Ah. Okay. Not yeah. Very big. No. So. So not not just so we have a lot of true microgravity in this case. So. True. True microgravity. Yeah. 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 All righty. Uh, okay. So we'll bounce along. So any uh, are there any? As far as we can tell, I'm looking at my tricorder to see if there's any other. Klingons that are uh, Klingon life signs that are f- ahead of us? Uh, no. Uh, well, except for the one, and uh, it suddenly went unconscious. So there you go. <laughs> Ooh, guess we brought down the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh... hey, hey, my turn. <laughs> um, must you insist on that? Yes. Alrighty. Uh, yep. So if there's no danger, we're gonna, I'm we're I'm gonna at least going to run ahead and see if we can get to the the console itself. 
Uh, yeah, no danger in this room currently. <laughs> in this room, right? All right. So, uh, all righty. So, uh, get to the console itself. Uh, would that just be an insight and uh, insight engineering or insight science to see if there is a particular, uh, if there's a uh, something blocking, if the Klingons are scrambling our signal, or if there's something natural going on? Uh, so it appears that the Klingons. Um, here's what you get. Uh, the Klingon. There doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, blocking going on. Okay, so no um, interference. There's no interference. Now, you know the ship's in range, so it's not a huge leap to say the communication system is probably damaged. Uh, you know the ship was flying around without its shields up. As we're on the, you're on the edge of Federation space, but uh, and Klingon space is like, like 12 or 13 light years away, but no one was expecting this sort of turn. There, so we're we're kind of uh, we're a little on the edge of the neighborhood, but nothing else that's really that's like really that big of a problem, or what we assumed would have been a big enough problem to yeah that's like worn down. So looking back, are we unfortunately without our security officers? I don't know, but are we seeing the the potential possibility that the ship may have been taken? I don't know. Um, So I, if we're seeing this room, I want to inspect the Klingons. Do they have like a ship name or like any sort of identifying? Uh, do you seat? have any sort of Klingon-related talents or focuses? No. Uh, right. I, I have Klingon linguistics. All right. Uh, then you can take a look, and okay. uh, they will tell you. Uh, they do wear badges, and it tells you what house they're from. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, I'm just going to say that, yeah, the Klingons would identify the ship they're on. Okay. Because, like, okay. you know, Starfleet puts the ship on there. Yeah, the back. Right. Okay. Uh, both these Klingons apparently are members of House Takata. Mm. Uh, I wish I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> Tikatak time's up. Oh. <laughs> no. He's going to add late. threat to that. Stop that. <laughs> right. I take threat for bad puns. God. Um, <laughs> and the ship is the IKV Kozak. IKV Kozak. All right. Um, okay. Trying to think. Would. Uh, well, we probably don't. So we probably don't have access to, to any of the Federation databases. So that's probably we're probably not going to be able to get anything out of that. I would assume. Yeah, that's true. So I was going to say if they're from like a bird of prey, it's less likely they could ever take the Mercury than true. like a cruiser. But yeah, we don't know. Uh, so yeah, that might be a a bitter a problem. Or you're saying like you're ready, ready a D seven? What the fuck? So <laughs> <laughs> so old. Um. All right. So, but more than likely, they do have a cloaked vessel out there. So, absolutely, I'm, I'm working about. And if they were within transporter range, they may not be able to do that. Uh, I know this is not but, the best idea, but if a Mercury isn't, it's like isn't responding and it has possibly been taken over, we may look at the possi- uh, We may look at an option of seeing if we can fool the. That's like the Klingon ships to possibly seeing them and writing and writing either the location or transporting our forces directly onto it mm. but something doesn't make sense right and so why would unless they just saw a Klingon, a starfleet vessel why would they care about this asteroid so violently so unless they were that's like unless there was a particular resource here or something that they that's like yeah. that they considered valuable within it <sighs> but we haven't that's like but none of our scans have brought in up anything <clears throat> else except for and again an argon based insectoid like life form just in and of itself strange Unless, uh, I mean, you have not yet investigated the rest of the asteroid field. 
Okay. That's true. So um, do we have – And like, this is – you do know this is the biggest asteroid in the field. Okay. So, okay. Um, do we have rudimentary scanners at the stations or stuff that we've that, they, that has already been set up for the biologists who are going to be staying here? Uh, yeah, it's all focused inward, but you know, a quick engineering check would probably allow you to change the focus of what it is attempting to scan. Okay, so uh, reasons engineering for that role? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, all right. I will not put a focus on that since that's neither a transporter nor a replicator. Right. Application. Yep. All right. Success. All right. So, uh, yes, you can scan. What are you scanning for? Are you scanning for where the Klingons are, where the Mercury is? Um, first, uh, I am going to, yes, I'm actually, uh, that's going to be the primary scan just to see where both ships are, if I can catch either one of them. Uh, so, here's what you get. Uh, there is a Klingon ship out there. Okay. It is, unfortunately for you, a Vorcha attack user. Great. Uh, so whoever is on board is important. <laughs> uh, the Mercury is currently, um, vaguely, you know, that they are probably on the opposite side of the asteroid. Uh, they have been severely damaged. Uh, it, they're not inoperable, but their communications are down. Their shields are not up. Uh, looks like they have some, some hull damage. Weapons and, are still hot, but they have not yet left. <laughs> And one very angry Klingon in a brig that they probably yeah, have no one, idea where he came yeah. from. <laughs> so, okay. Let's see. All right. In this case, um, yep. Yeah, so at least we know where there are. Uh, they are. Um, take a look out. Just out of general resources, another scan to see if uh, looking for things. Um, dilithium, deuterium, some particular. Uh, it's like a, any kind of particular resource right now that it, that might be more applicable to the Klingons. Uh. It looks like uh, there are some readings that indicate that there may be some dilithium somewhere in the field, which would be great. Uh, it's what initially drew the mercury in. Okay. Okay. Um, because usually it's found on planets, uh, and that makes it kind of dangerous to mine. But if it's in like just scattered asteroids, it's no big deal. You don't have to worry about damaging the ecology of an asteroid when you're trying to mine it. Unless, of course, that asteroid has any life on it. <laughs> Which is, you know, beside the point of what we brought it in here for. So, right. Um, right. Okay. But nothing that we would see outside of, you know, a little bit of dilithium that would be, that's like advantageous to maybe, that's uh, it's like some one side or the other. Nothing else that stands out as a, uh, as a particular resource that the Klingons would covet. Uh, yeah. Um, if, if there is... <clears throat> Like a large amount of dilithium, maybe you just can't pick it up here. Okay, so maybe if we can't, since we have the the communications relay, yeah. So we possibly it's like we can't. Uh, obviously, the mercury is out, but mm. um, doctor, would you mind? Uh, it's like helping me. That's uh, like drag one of our uh, guests in here. I might be able to tap into their communications feeds through their EV suit and see if we can. That's uh, like listen in over. That's uh, like listen in onto the communications over to the Forcha class ship. Of course, even so, in. Low G, we can move a Klingon pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. So that's not going to be a big problem. So, all right. Uh, just yeah, grab him by one of his horny boots. Oh, no. Hey, that, to... Why? It, that's just a safety violation. So, it just makes him easier to drag. You still have to yeah. like, move so. the mass. Actually, I, I don't know if you've watched. I've either of you been watching Discovery? No. no. Okay. Just, <laughs> I have to find the picture of it, but like they had a, one of the Klingon EV suits <laughs> during there. And, oh, God. It, mm. it basically just looks like the. Uh, 
oh, what was it? Uh, one of the demonic suits from uh, 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 Skyrim. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Discovery. All right. So, but yeah, I want to drag him over, and uh, it's would that be another insight uh, engineering or reason to tap into that, or would it be more daring since we're trying to integrate a and all integrate an alien system into our own? Uh, I mean, it's going to be a role. A role. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I definitely, definitely a role. I just want to know which one it would probably be better. This is going to be too difficulty. Like, it's not like Starfleet is unfamiliar with Klingon engineering systems. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. So this will just be control and engineering. Control and engineering. All righty then. Right. And would the would my Klingon linguistics focus give me any adv- advantage on that? Uh, it that's what's going to let you like not have to put it through the universal translator. Okay. So all right, no worries on that. Like you'll just know what they're saying. Okay. So got it. All right. So, uh, yes, you do access the internal Klingon um, communications network. And uh, there's a lot of chatter. Uh, most of it <clears throat> is about how the coward Federation ship is hiding behind the asteroid, but they're unwilling to pursue it this time. Uh, they think it may be, in fact, a trap. So, all Ooh. right. So, there's... wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just said that picture of the uh, yeah the Klingon spacesuit. So. That's something else. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so so from what it sounds like, they're trying to actually get. That's like they're trying to keep. Uh, they that's like they're trying to. It seem like they're baiting the mercury out from the uh, other side of the asteroid field. Uh, I mean, they're not trying. They're just waiting. They're waiting till the mercury makes another move. They know they're in a superior tactical position. Okay, so we've no mm. no going from there. What do you think, Doctor? We have to think about it. Very confusing situation. This is so. That's like especially without the lack of information here. So we can that's like see for that. Um, try to raise our int uh for our our own communications on us like through here stable or are they that's like on the asteroid or are we having issues with that uh, communications on the asteroid are all stable because they're okay. all routed through this. They're uh, the badges working okay. through the local network. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and contact the other essence whose name I unfortunately have forgotten. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, whichever one, the one that was leaning up against the wall. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna try to get a hold of him and see if he's still, if they've contained the other Klingons or if they're still in a firefight. Oh no, um, the other Klingons have been contained. Okay. <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, I'm gonna order. Uh, it's like ask him to return to the main habitation ring. Keep the others down. Um, I'm going to relay the doctor's orders of lowering their oxygen to the point where they will, if they're unconscious, they will not regain consciousness. So, do, uh, do you mean kill them? No, what? not kill them. That's the <laughs> way people talk when they're going to kill somebody. No, we are trying to keep them unconscious so they don't attack us. So oh, unless oh, they're all right. They're, so like, okay, no, okay, I got. We you. don't have an. We don't think, have an ability to restrain as effectively here. Think of it as field anesthetic. Sure. <laughs> so, although I actually will look to the doctor, like, in your field kinetic, do you have any kind of anesthetine gases or anything that we could placate them with? I have a standard field complement. Yeah, you got a standard field complement. So, yeah, you could probably sedate them. Okay. Um, yeah. If, if that absolutely <clears throat> would not, like, be necessary, so. Even, if, if necessary. I mean, even if I don't have, like, an actual anesthetic, maybe like a muscle relaxer or something that will at least Make it so they can't kill us. No, um, and it's like no, not uh, it's like not that's uh, like not an ideal situation. But our options are limited until we reestablish contact with the Mercury. Mm-hmm. Now, the one Klingon that ran off 
by himself um, of the original four. Was he going yeah. for anything specific or was he just exploring randomly? Like they were just fanning out. Uh, it seems like they were just fanning out. You know that in that direction is just like the emergency hatch to the surface yeah. of the asteroid. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so nothing else that they would be able to get to. Yeah, there's there nothing, nothing really out space. there. Okay, right. so there wasn't like a, a nest in that direction or something. I don't know. No, Maybe. no. Okay. You also know that he didn't actually kill any of these. They're not like just right down that hallway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I figured that one out. <laughs> um yeah okay so this is my idea so okay if we that's like we know that the, the tapped communications are there as, as absolutely necessary we're still trying to figure out what they want we could uh it's like and see if we need if we can impersonate them i can try that's like i can try to communicate with them and see what they're that's like what's happening but i can't give a guarantee though as i um can't can't speak to my complete success as an actor in any way, shape, or form. Mm. But if we are, that's like, but there is the possibility if we can do this successfully, we might be able to sneak a couple of them on board within the Klingon Zone EV suits. Given the mm. fact that those, those are indications you can't see their faces. So true. Um, okay, which was the one that? So you want to wake one of them up, talk to them? Uh, we can now that we have the situation contained. Although given that, that's like. That's like given that they may not give us anything though. Mm-hmm. So okay, which was the one that talked to you first? That's probably the- uh, he's on the Mercury now, unfortunately. Okay, well then I'll but- get the one that talked to me first. I'll just sit right. there next. Um, <clears throat> so I'll probably give him a little sedative and then sort of wake them back up. All right, so he comes to what? Still alive? <laughs> they told me the ones in blue shirts were the least dangerous. No. Uh, well, unfortunately, we that's like our training is set us to uh, provide an entire regiment of different, uh, different. That's uh, like different training. We are not to be caught unprepared. Now, I understand you've told, as you stated, that you've been able to. Well, give. That's like that. They, our alliance, uh, your alliance with our the Federation has been dissolved. But what reason do you have to, to attack us here in this outpost? We ventured into Federation space. Your ship was there. We scanned it. It had advanced Federation technology. They were in the vicinity of this asteroid. <clears throat> Therefore, we landed on the asteroid to determine whether anyone was here. We, and our scans indicated that someone was. Uh, so this would be a useful situation, a useful location to mine dilithium crystals if we can find them. But other than that, okay. Um. <laughs> You are so, not special. Uh, There's nothing special here. All right. Uh, control security, I guess, to see if he's lying. Uh, insight security. Insight security. Yeah. Insight security. Okay. Although, although, what's what's your insight, Burke? My insight is nine. Nine. Okay, so I have ten. So I guess mine's a little bit there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something that was an actual insight for a second. All right. <laughs> <laughs> insight. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Um. <laughs> All right, well, this is just to see if he is lying, so I guess that's going to be a normal rule. Hell if I know, probably. I have one success, but I'm not sure if that's going to be enough or not. Uh, it is not. You can't okay. tell whether he's lying or not. Unless, okay, silly question. Would my Klingon linguistics give me a focus on basically maybe how they speak when they lie? Yeah, it, it'll, you could, yes. Okay, so, give that a re-roll and see. Well, well, no, let's take a look here. Okay. It would just change your roles. Jeez, I wish this told me what the roles were. Oh, sorry. 
That's not your fault. It's just how it's set up. No. <coughs> uh, if I if that one was under what's your security? Uh, one. one. Ah, I wouldn't have helped. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Unless no it worries. was a one, and then that's automatic. So. Yeah. All right. Um, I did get a good pickup saying. Well, that is interesting, and that would go for the fact of the raid, but here is where I have a hard time uh, like under, uh, seeing this. One, uh, it's like, despite the fact that you might see advanced technology, uh, scan for any kind of advanced technology on the Mercury, it is Excelsior class, which means that it is far under, that's uh, like, it is far underpowered and compared to the Fortress class battlecruiser that you are on. A victory is a victory. And a cow. That's like oh, that's like over the small. That's like the smallest ant that you might step on, especially when they have. That's like they don't know what's going to occur, especially during. That's like and are attacked right now without any formal formal declaration. Does not seem very honorable by Klingon standards. So perhaps have I, an inflated view of the Klingon Empire. Hmm. Well, regardless. Yeah, in this, <clears throat> well, in this case, although uh, question on his right now, does he have his uh? Uh, his doctor tog on him right now. Yeah, of course. So, and course. And, and we have him <laughs> yeah. tied up. Yeah, yeah. So, so, well, and actually, I'll just go ahead as he's tied up. I'm gonna grab it. Oh. Well, it seems as that's like as we've won. Your honor is ours. Ah. So, unless you would like to continue to stay here, I that's like which we'll happily do. We'll just let you. That's uh, like sit for a while while we make an. That's uh, like and see if we can pull the answers from the other ones who might have more honor than yourself. I'll keep this with me until that moment comes and <laughs> place it back as I turn my back on him. He's disgusted. <laughs> so, so I'm basically trying to see if if I can not fully intimidate him into just answering since I've now dishonored him. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you might. So, okay. But I'll get. I'll, I'm going to leave that to simmer, so and not expect an immediate result. So, <laughs> kind of how embarrassing and kind of. I, step I mean, up it is embarrassing. Yes. So he is cursing uh, your uh, multiculturalism as you leave. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, so I'll walk down to the uh, uh, to the uh, our security officer, just saying, uh, like, well, uh, it's like maybe they'll see. It's like maybe your subordinates will see reason as I as I walk out of the room. Right. Um. Cleons don't have tricorders, do they? No, they don't typically carry them. I didn't think so. Not, okay. I mean, they have stuff for like scanning and all, but yeah, it's not standard equipment. But they didn't. Okay, but they don't have them on them. Then which would be interesting. Then yeah. Okay. See if they're here to look for anything specific. Okay. Yeah. No, that would have been good. So, um, or actually, there's an idea that I might mm. have for that. Um, given the fact that they have, uh, it's like if. They uh, have their suits on. Would, uh, mm-hmm. would they actually have any kind of heads-up communication display in the helmets? Uh, you imagine they do. Federation does. Uh, it'll probably be more combat-focused than that of the Federation ones. But true. But we might actually have more access to their orders. It's like or anything else that would come through uh, that in- mm-hmm. instead of just uh, purely scientific data. I mean, they're. You could pull the helmets off, but if something should happen to the base, which is not exactly secure at the moment. Like they'd they'd be toast. That that's true. So, all right. So that that's an excellent point. <laughs> I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I'll try not to belabor that particular point. Then. So, all right. Um. So I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll just go and talk to see if maybe see if we can use the example that we made of the person, the which one we we the guy we coerced information out of to see if they'll be able mm-hmm. to do anything else. So, unless uh, Burke, you have a particular idea. 
No, I'm coming at this from like a what would be their motivation for coming here, science type thing. So engineering, engineering solutions that you have would be much appreciated. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'll take a look at the other ones and then see what we can get maybe from them. So, and honestly, if we, uh, it's like I'll actually take the time to t- maybe take a look at some of the other ones since we uh, where we're having them stored right now. That's still where there's atmosphere being contained in in the shelter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'll go ahead and check that out uh, with the others and see if that helps. And if you want to, yeah, if if you just want to still try to uh, scan around and maybe see if we can. Uh, establish communications because I, I figured in and nothing else if we can possibly disguise ourselves that might be a good way to get on board okay uh, i mean you do have an exit to the surface of the of the asteroid and you know the mercury is on the other side of this asteroid and it must be hugging the asteroid pretty close if you know they can't be fired on okay, by so. the other ship so okay, you could so. theoretically just leave and then walk the thousand meters uh it's a th- well, it's a thousand kilometers. Well, all right. Uh, that's, and that's yeah. That's, that's a bigger. <laughs> yeah, that and that would take a while, maybe. You know. Well, well we I need don't to know. Get me my nemesis dune buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have that? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I'm just thinking, like, you could probably. Well, it would be dangerous to do anything that would make you go very fast in yes. the low gravity because you just fire off wherever. <laughs> That's true. So, all right. So, yeah, this is going to be off. So, yeah, that's going to be on there. Although, uh, well, technically our suits do have, uh, are these the ones that were actually equipped with uh, jet? uh, It's like for stabilizing uh, or. uh, Uh, You have the, the most you have are the, the boots. So they're like magnet boots slash Star Trek five float boots. Yeah, so that's that's not going to do yeah. us at all. So, uh, oh, oh, Spock's fun. That's Spock's fun day in the in the air sh- in the right, uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in the uh, turbo lift day. All right, marshmallows. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I don't trust these as far as I can throw them. Which, granted, I can throw them really far since it's microgravity, but <laughs> yeah. still. Uh, but all right. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to see that too. Because also, if yeah, if the Mercury is there, but actually. Walking back, I'm going to take it with our other guy who I just dishonored. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, go, uh, doctor, be ready with the uh, t- be ready with the muscle relaxer on him just in case he decides he tries to pull something. I'll flash so, my hypo spray. Yeah, always prepared. Always prepared. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and at least get the helmet off of him. So, okay. So I basically tell him, uh, uh, it's like if you would like your honor back, you are going to cooperate. All right. Um, give me. Uh, presence and command. Presence yeah, and command. presence and command. Presence and command. All right. And you can use your Klingon linguistics uh, focus right. if you're going to put it to them in a way that uh, if you're going to say it the way a Klingon would say it. Uh, no, I'll do that. So, all right. Sorry, the second time roll twenty has booted me out for no discernible reason. So rude. <laughs> Apparently so. All right, so you said that was presence and command. Command, yeah. With your focus. With my focus. Yeah. All right, two and no complication. Ugh. So just one success, unfortunately. He says nothing. Well, that's not true. He says everything I have told you is true. Sits back there. Ah, uh, uh, and that. This... Like, oh, and that. I was like, well, in that case, then you still have attacked us, and we can take the. That's like we will take that. That's like our opportunities to get our ship back. So, and do what you must. Okay. 
So, all right. So I take a, I get the helmet off if I can. All right. Uh, you take the helmet off. And uh, headbutt. He does not, <laughs> you headbutt him? No, no. I was assuming he was going to do that to me. He does so. not headbutt you. He's Okay. He Acting is, honorably. Yeah, he has lost, so he's not going to do anything. All righty. So, well, at least I can, I can be okay with that one. All right. Um, so definitely want to engineer this to uh, taking a look over that. So uh, what can I read from the heads-up display that's being uh, given? Um, it's not really that much. It's got you two guys, your physical conditions, uh, you know, like range meters, range meters. What a po- piece of nonsense words that was. Range <laughs> to different targets and locations. So, you know pointing at a wall it's like three meters away you pointed at a door that's 10 meters away etc 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 uh it's got targeting reticles for where your eyes are focused that's really it okay um is there any kind of communications interlink or specific uh, or computer interlink information to relay data or anything else from the uh the vorcha uh i mean you imagine that stuff is there but it isn't like displayed on the hud Okay, um, so but it's possibly in there. So I would like to link it into the communication. Well, at least the the console that we have on there, and see if we might be able to establish a connection and ride that back towards the the Klingon ship. Yeah, I mean, yeah, give it a shot. Let's um, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> let's give me uh, reason and engineering. He's an engineering, sorry. Sorry if this is thinking right now, because I just, I just don't want to sit no. there and like, let's put Klingon chips and ride and tell them, hey, we're there, ride back in, because I just see that going poorly. Come yeah, get me us. too. All come right. get us. Come get us. Come and get me. Come and get me. I am using my focus on this for the Klingon linguistics, so there we go. Nice. <laughs> All right, for success. So. Uh, great. Uh, yeah, give yourself two more momentum. Woo. And I got it. Uh, and... Yes, yeah, so you are linked into the... So what are you trying to do here exactly? Determine where the Vorcha class is? Or... Um, yeah, well, actually, linking into the community system. So, so location, um, that's like current, maybe crew complement. Uh, All right, so you want to access their computer system. Yeah, basically, yeah, was... getting in there. Yeah. Cloak. Turn off their cloak if you can. Yeah, they have... You have limited access to uh, computer system. So you can call up data. That's not a problem. Trying to do anything else is going to be a further... I kind of figured that would be the case, too. Yeah. But I, I, this is more just information gathering. And yeah, I would have turned off their cloak in a heartbeat or said, Oh, look, warp core. <laughs> warp core breach. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is... Yeah. It, it's like, have you seen flocks? So. <laughs> Apparently it's a war now. So. Yeah, it's a war. Um, it's all good. All they right. were literally trying to kill us. That's true. So, um, so what? Yeah, what information am I able to get up from there too? So, like communications logs. Uh, uh, yeah, ask me a question. An answer. You won't necessarily. Right. The, the worst that'll happen is I say uh, you can't get access to the information. Okay. Uh, specifically, I want orders. Saying, uh, seeing if there are specific orders coming from higher up in the Klingon Empire. Confirmation of the yeah, confirmation of his story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what you find is. Uh, uh, yeah, so orders are to venture into Federation space, take and destroy any location, any Federation ships or bases or planets that you can. Uh, the Federation is weak in this territory. It may easily be plucked from them as you would steal a, I don't know, Klingon sweetmeat from a child. 
Did they have intelligence on the Mercury from the war games that we did a couple months ago? Uh, they probably do. Um, yeah. If you search the Mercury in the database, it will come up. Okay. So that was we'll episode two, win. everybody. Yeah, it was. Oh, God. <laughs> so <laughs> long ago. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so, yeah, looking at this here. So, so literally, we may know these people, but it sounds like what they're saying is the truth is they just they saw a Klingon, a, a, a Federation ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, the they identified it as the Mercury and knew that if they took it, uh, that would be a boon because it's got a bunch of experimental technology on it. And the Klingons aren't great at, they're not great yeah. with ex- experimental, adva- like, they're not great at a, the advancement of science. They're not terrible, but, you know. Yeah. But they might be able to uh, take... They could do better, yeah. I mean, one of the only Klingon scientists you see in canon is the one that, like, creates the solar shield that kills Beverly's friend. Yeah. <laughs> Or the one that removed the, ri- the the one that tried to make them augment and remove the ridges. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> just, Not too many Klingon scientists that you see. Yeah, the, everything that just goes terribly wrong. So, um, alrighty. But let me take a look. So, in this case, can you a- access their sensor logs and find more information about the Mercury, or do we need? I guess we don't need it anymore. Well, no, that might actually, that's actually not a bad idea, because in turn, if we can feed them back bad information, that might, that's like, it, that's like, or get any closer right now, then might, might get the Mercury a chance to escape, get us, and then move on, that's like, move out of the field. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it, actually, so yeah, is, are the sensor logs available for like the last 24 hours? Yes. Uh, okay. so they approach the system, detect the Mercury, uh, maintain cloak. Uh, come up on the Mercury, fire on it unexpectedly. Uh, they do some weapons damage. Mercury fires back pretty quickly, surprisingly quickly, depending, you know, especially compared to the uh, last time. Well, yeah, and the capability of the captain, <laughs> it, hmm. who is just Still not learning. a combat officer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So you would say that the the Mercury has suffered some. Has suffered moderate damage. So, but nothing else right now. It, but it's so it's more or less just hiding. But it's not immediately. Yeah, it could leave. The mercury could could get out. Uh, and the mercury is probably if it if it got the like if it left instantaneously, like if it left without warning. Uh, you're not sure the Vorcha class could catch it. Okay. The, the Excelsior class ships are still fairly fast. Mm-hmm. So. The Mercury is a fast Excelsior. Yeah. Um, okay, then. So taking some uh, inspiration from naval combat. Now, it's probably a big ask, given our access to the Vortress systems, to, like, say, turn off their cloaking device or disable their weapons, right? Uh, but, it's not impossible, but yeah, right. I would say. But would an easier thing, can we, maybe in a way the Klingons don't realize, ping? Like, have some sort of active emission leakage, or have it send some signal that the Mercury could lock onto and sneak um, attack them without them knowing? That's probably likely, yeah. Uh, like, just uh, techno, I know it's Platz, you know, that uh, should be the techno babble one because you're the engineer, but like, cycle the warp containment frequency so that like a little burst of tachyon emission leaks out in the, I don't know, but, you know? Or just, they're probably going to be using impulse here. So if you just like have, Vent yeah. a little plasma anytime they kind of like move around. Yeah, or like those lines. Yeah, 
recycle their cloak in a way they don't know, but without turning it off. But I don't know, right. like something that the Mercury can lock onto. Wiggle That's it. True. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so you can see that shimmer effect. Do you think that's yeah. feasible, Ensign? Uh, I'm not certain right now, especially with the data that I've got, not gone through here. Um, that's like, I think that's like, I'm assuming right now that with my knowledge, that's something that we would actually have to be on board in order to affect, right? All right. So if you, if you mess up the ships, so if you enter, if you, so if you got into the programs that are supposed to like handle the monitoring of that stuff, you know, uh, you could probably add some extra zeros or something. Just add lines of junk code yeah, to basically yeah. send mm-hmm. it through an an, un, uh, an unstable process, and then and make the ads like yeah. it either causes it causes it not to fully crash, but maybe right. Like, yeah, it's still the system automatically corrects the algorithm. Right. Uh, As a great computer scientist once said, "Give them a cold." Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> So Continuing. yeah, <laughs> um, you could totally do that. Okay. And uh, all right, would we be able to do it from here in the interlink that we've created, or is that something that would have to be done on board? Though you could probably do it from here. Um, okay. Yeah, ideally, I wouldn't want to do it on board because then the mercury would fire on that signal and destroy the ship, and we shouldn't be on the ship for that. <laughs> that's uh, well, again, that's uh, uh, going from the problems. I, I would like to live, yeah. but in turn, right uh, it'll be easier if you get on board. Because you don't have to do it through this like hacked in access. <laughs> uh, like if you did, if you got on board, like most of those systems aren't especially secure because they're like, yeah, you're supposed to be here. Like there's no one who's on a Klingon ship who is supposed to be on a Klingon ship. Uh, you know, Klingons don't typically get through. So, all right. Um, oh, despite doctor. their love for hand to hand combat, it's mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They- so it's going to be you're going to need three successes to pull that off, and it's not automatically going to be detected by the Mercury. Right. Sure, because it's going to be subtle enough that the Klingons don't notice. Yeah, I was trying to think of like an like a I was thinking of like an active ping in like sonar contact, but yeah, uh, absolutely. no, that's actually good. So you want, um, you, want to, you want to give them one ping only? Yes, one <laughs> one ping only. <laughs> um, um, well. Uh, okay, Doctor, I will leave this to you because I can attempt this, but I don't know how successful it would be on our side. So if that. you if you you can you can do the other thing too. You can do it so that like the Mercury will definitely detect it, but that means Cleons also definitely knew it happened and definitely knew that that's going to shut you out of the system. Like they're going to figure it out within moments. So it's it, uh, that's a yeah. So we either do it in a way that will be subtle but extremely dangerous, or uh, all, a all risk all reward situation. Yeah, and so, of course, I would like to assist or make any sort of assist rolls, in right? Any way possible. Uh, Honestly, at this point, I think that because I, all right, and how, out, of char- out of character, I'm since we don't have our security officer and somebody who could be a, a bigger side threat <laughs> is yeah. my concern right now, and also going through it because I can speak Klingon. But this is also modifying suits in order to pretend that we are Klingon and get into that as well. And That's true. I also just like thematically, out of character, the idea of just doing it all remotely through engineering and science as the <laughs> engineering and science characters. It's like we're gonna we're gonna science them to death. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. People. All righty. So all right. Yeah. Since we're gonna do that, um, the computer yeah, is mightier than the batlet. Yeah. So yeah. I, 
and I'm going to definitely work on to you. So I'm going to actually, uh, so I think that's actually a great idea that we're going to do this. So it's risky, but it's the best option we have given that we are not combat trained. Um, also, I have an infectious disease focus, which totally isn't literally just organic disease. Yeah, but also, I mean, <laughs> computer viruses. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, that's, that's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Like Fine. computer viruses <laughs> and real viruses don't really work the same way at all. Whatever, well, what if nerd. What oh, if the Klingons are using an experimental biological computer? Ooh, I mean, yeah. if they stole well, that technology, what, then... What's that's what the argon bugs are? They're actually like exocomp. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just start beaming them over there. Like, Just all right, let's get up little bugs. <laughs> <laughs> or Sorry like to the, ruin your whole oh, yeah, culture, like the, but... the green the, bugs from X Files. Yeah, or, or the <laughs> yeah. species of Void Walkers from Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, all right. That's okay. No. We're, um, <laughs> we're getting off topic here. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that we definitely introduced that uh, the junk code into it. Um, since I am going to be doing the assistance, and I want that, uh, could I invoke three dozen heads or better than one for a determination? since I'm definitely working with the doctor on this. Well, it's not going to give you determination unless you unless you tell the doctor, no, I got to do this. Keep your shit to yourself. Yeah, you have to challenge your value. Yeah, it's a challenge. Oh, oh I have to challenge? Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be problematic. So, because I do want to work together. So, all right, no worries then. Um, but yeah, if he wants to roll a bonus, if he want to roll an assistance on that, that's definitely something. And we have do. a lot of momentum. Yeah. Like, just go, go nuts with it. That's what it's there for. Actually, yeah. I have another idea. Something that okay. can give me a better focus, possibly. Since it's like cloaks can, you know, oscillating the cloak could be fine, but maybe we put it not towards the cloak, but towards the the systems that are regulating the warp. That's like the warp engine, where it's not obviously overloading it, but maybe putting it in an oscillating frequency that the Mercury can pick up on. And that way I can use warp field dynamic focus. Sure. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> that is the only answer you can say in Star Trek. Is, yeah, sure. Just yeah. Fine. So, yeah, absolutely. There's 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 something. Remind <laughs> me, there's a Voltaire song I need to play for you guys afterwards that basically fits this. If, if you know what I'm, I don't know if you know what I'm I know talking who Voltaire about. Voltaire is, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so well, can I the philosophy... with, sorry, like a reason engineering or? Uh, yeah, it'll be reason and engineering. Okay. All right. One for me. All right. That works. Burn all that momentum. Spend so much of it. All right, so we got, so we have an extra. So that's an. Is that giving me an extra momentum? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also, what? Uh, I mean, if we're really gonna like experiment with the way the system works, what you have bold engineering, which means you can also give him a threat to get extra dice. That's true. Mm -hmm. Which you know, thematically again, makes sense since we're basically poking the hornet's nest and then hoping somebody else hits it with a bigger rock for us. That, yeah, you're 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 not <laughs> wrong. Let's just do it. So so we're rolling with four. So that'll be rolling with like. Four Four momentum. Okay, four momentum. Okay. So that would be, yeah, so that that would be four dice total, right? Yeah. Okay. And we have a focus on that. And uh, mm -hmm. so would you allow, would you allow reason and engineering on this since we're doing the interlink or would that be a forced daring? Uh, I think we're I mean, taking our time, so. Yeah, you're taking your time, so. Okay. So I'm allowed reason, reason and engineering yeah. on that. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Ugh. Let's and no known complications yet. So come on. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Wow, that's unfortunate. So that's two uh, successes. Yeah. 
Uh, well, that's not enough. <laughs> God. So no one notices that you've Class. done anything. So this that, could be that's mostly because you can't. Uh, yeah, like you can keep working at it. You just got to come up with, like, the longer you want to extend the task, like, the more undetectable your part of it will be. Okay, um, yeah, I guess that's going to be, uh, at least I'm going to do it. Unless, uh, Burke, if you have another idea, because <laughs> I know this is kind of boring sitting uh, behind a console <laughs> and just working at this, but. No, it's fine. God um, knows we're not combat Coffee in hand, <laughs> mopping your brow. Coffee. Rack- uh, this is a Rakdagino situation. Son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you took their emergency Rakdagino packs and. Uh... <laughs> oof, oof, oof. Um, okay, so. Uh, okay. Um. All right, so that didn't work. Um, maybe if we interlink a couple more helmets into that, maybe uh, do one uh, at least giving a reason to see if we can get this done. Um, extract. We might just have to be more brute force about it. You know, maybe yes. just do and, something and more risky. blatant and risky. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know what? Text communication of uh, it's like uh, maybe we do so. We we still have the inline junk code that goes into it, but this is a text communication coming from the surface. Make up an excuse that the that's like the uh, the argon bugs are somehow causing an issue, and they need to move the uh, the Vorcha out a little bit further, and then we execute it. Then that causes the warp that causes the warp oscillations, and that allows the Mercury a moment to reposition itself and get either get the hell out of dodge or blast them. Uh, so I need some more specificity about like why, how these bugs could possibly threaten that enormous ship. Doctor, what about their biology can threaten the ship? <laughs> um, well, argon is typically non-interactive, but if there's a, we could say there's a subtle energy field that ionizes the argon, allowing it to no longer be noble and therefore more prone to uh, interaction. There you go. Okay. Real science, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Sort um, of real. Those Sorts are all real, real words. Yeah. Um, all right. So, do we need to roll on that to justify that one, or? <laughs> uh, yes. So that's going to be uh, daring and command. Like you're going to radio up, faking as one of these Klingons, and be like, "Yeah, we killed everybody down here, but you don't stay too too close to these bugs. They're going to fuck up your computer systems or something." Okay, so that's gonna have to be me since I'm probably. <laughs> yeah, you're the Klingon linguistics guy. Oh God. Okay. Can we work together? Can I? Because I have yes. you know, my xenobiology. Yeah, you're gonna use the xenobiology to be like, this is what the bugs could do, and so then reason. I'll help. I'll assist with a. Um, do you want me to assist or make? I guess he's making the role. He's making the role because he's yes. actually speaking. You can assist with uh, reason and science or medicine. Okay. There you go. Two. Two. Oh, thank God. So two momentum that's adding to it, or yeah. Well, no, you'll have two six. You start out. You with two start successes. with two successes. Toss six, two successes. All right. So all right, and I will roll two. I have no momentum, but I do have my focus. So come on, uh, three. So well, three was the thing. All right, thank <laughs> you. It. Like all right. So they. So as they move away a little bit, you oscillate the warp field or what have you, uh, and that. You know, the the Mercury will definitely detect that since <laughs> uh, they won't know why they detected it, but they'll know it's there. Oh, God. So now what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All 
All right, so you've made, sense. you've rendered the Klingon ship detectable. Okay. Uh, baseline, and, and again, they're under cloak, so they have no shields. That's right. Yeah, but that's true. What about communication, though? Because normal communications aren't going through, um, but it's over the ridge. It's a thousand kilometers off, but it's a huge ship. So if we're on the surface, we should be able to see that, right? Uh, I mean, you aren't on the surface. Well, so. if we get to this, if we get to the surface, would we be able to see the ship? The the Klingon ship? No. No. Well, no. The the Mercury. I uh, if it moves within range, or if you move to where it is. If you just climb up onto the surface and are looking for, uh, if you're looking for the Mercury to show up, then yeah, when it circles the the asteroid, you'll see it very briefly because it'll be moving very quickly. Ugh, so okay, because I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, our, our normal communications. I'm trying to think if there was something that we could do in the range of like lidar or something that yeah, could be was, intercepted. I was thinking off off in the back of my head is like if you could. I don't know if we had any additional ex, uh, auxiliary engineering equipment that we could modify, like pattern. I don't know if you could like mess with pattern buffers. You, know, the little... uh, you got a whole bunch of stuff down here. You have like uh, you've got drilling equipment. You've got you know energy based drilling equipment. Communications got, beacons, maybe. Communications like beacons. Yeah, you have all that. Uh, pretty much anything you can think of, you would use to build and then establish a scientific base for studying biological organisms you have in this cave or somewhere in these caves. Okay. So, uh, cause we could, we could want to fire like a mining laser. <laughs> yeah. At the, at the, uh, Klingon ship, you could give it a shot. Oh, and, tar- <laughs> and, and literally target painted. I mean, yeah. I mean, it won't do any damage, right? Because <laughs> it's the, it's, it's not designed to cut through deuterium, no. but like, if you just want to, like, bounce a fucking laser off of them. <laughs> yeah. I kind of do now. Also, the Klingons <laughs> will know you've bounced a laser off of them. Granted, sure. that, that, that could get the, their script, that could get their attention, but then that means that takes it off of them. So if we bounce it off in the general direction, yeah, recoded and bounced off in the general direction of the, uh, the Mercury and hope to God they get the response, they get the message. Well, here's the thing, right? So, uh... The Mercury will definitely detect it because I can imagine their super science sensors. If you can detect life at like 500 kilometers, you're going to see a, a stream of fo- photons. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll probably have to set that. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we, we'd have to set that up manually up on the surface first. So why not? Yeah, you'll have to drag it up there. All right. So come on, doc. <laughs> We have work to do. Let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, tell, uh, we'll message the other, uh, that's like the other uh, crew members to let them know to keep an yeah. eye on there. Uh, anesthetize the one guy up here just for good measure. Yeah, they'll definitely do that. So Yeah, we can have, what, one person had a phaser rifle, so they can stay on guard, and the others can help us move stuff around or whatever. Yeah, we're good. So, all right, yeah, let's get all that moved up to the, well, let's get the, the uh, equipment moved up to the surface, and then I'll try to uh, readjust it for our purposes. Okay. So, all righty. Uh, yeah. Also, just to go back to, this is a way back. We fixed the power issue with your suit, right? We got you a new suit battery before you go up to the surface. I assume so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, can that. I just want to make sure that, it's like, I don't know if, like, Joe had that, you know, sitting as a note underlined, like, they never fixed the battery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a reason to use threat if you just, like, forgot mm-hmm. about it. 
I'd be like, ah, well, you're running out of gas there, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> but you did turns out, the, turns out the real threat's when we get orbitally bombarded by the Klingons. I mean, if yeah. you mess this up, it'll work, and the Klingons will know exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to spend all the threat, and they're just going to fire a photon torpedo down here. And, and this is when we die, so. but <laughs> you, No, you'll... It won't kill you. It'll just throw you into space, and you better hope that the Mercury finds you before you die. That again, yeah. This is at this point we're on a we're on a station that it, with, yeah. the, with the other one hiding, so we have no other options other than to cower and hope to God that our that our security Ship officer circles around and figures it out. Yeah, that they're that they eventually rescue us. So this is us taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we so- should also maybe it was on the list you you outlined, but we should also maybe bring up some of these communication beacons if we can send a more targeted message to the Mercury as well to let them. Uh, yeah, you can probably you might be able to target individuals if you bring a beacon up because you place yeah. it on the surface, bounce it off a local asteroid towards where you think they might be. Yeah. Be, yeah. So if we can go into a particular one, so uh, you're right. So. Yeah, we'll just do coded messages that way. So and at least maybe and hedge our bets. So I I fully agree on that. Also, uh, definitely want to set up some uh, uh set up some pattern enhancers around this. So just in case. Oh, they can lock onto us quickly, get us out. Yeah, they can yeah. lock onto us quickly, especially if a photon torpedo is coming straight for us. So <laughs> it's travel time. We'll be fine. It, it is so all right, but yeah, we'll bring up all that equipment and get it all set up so and get a round. So uh all right. So to re uh do that right now, to be able to readjust that, are we gonna be uh, I, I feel like that's gonna be a daring engineering issue or or would that be reason since we're taking our time? Uh it's gonna be I'm gonna say daring. Daring, okay. Right. That like it's just dangerous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it did it, it that that's actually good, so Alrighty, and uh, I know it's going off of focuses for transporters and replicators, but since this is obviously that, would I be able to still use my focus on this one? Uh, it's not a transporter or a replicator. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking like m- general materials, so okay, I'll take the focus off of that. So, alright, uh, so yeah, I'll do that, but I guess my primary one is just going to be that. Um, Burke, were you going to assist with anything on that? or Absolutely, whatever I can. Okay. Whatever. Um... I would say literally just maybe unside coding if you can do that just to uh, for, I guess, if you have any kind of engineering roles that you can throw into this or if you have a specific thing in mind um, with your skill set. No, I mean, I did a little bit of engineering, Starfleet Academy, but not okay. much. Uh, but um, it's not my strength. But what about one of your other lives? Well, I've already done that. He's done oh, it, yeah. Oh, is it, oh, it again. Oh, oh, is it only one? <laughs> it's once per game. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I can't just write a focus every time I need one. Uh, now, if you want me to use my existing <laughs> focus I got for this game, if you want me to, like, well, make yeah, a well, choke a pattern buffer, let me know. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, to, like, just suplex this uh, battle cruise. <laughs> Get up there and do <laughs> that. Turn into, like, anime. Um, <laughs> uh, Tengen Top, a Star Trek Voyager. So. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so no, that'll work for me too. Yeah, if you want to do a, like a security roll, since uh, I guess on the daring side, just see if we get a an extra but bonus to that. Definitely don't want me to roll security, but I can do daring. Oh, not security, but daring engineering. So all right, nope, I did my best. All right, all right. So I guess we're just we're just hoping to be on hope. <laughs> so all right, what do we need to make to do this? Or give me that tasty, tasty threat for a, for a point of momentum. 
Nom, 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 nom. All right, we'll get another three. So, Stuart. I have so much. Oh God, ah. I I killed us. I have I have I have killed us. This is the worst. This is. <laughs> We're, dead. We're just dead. So here's oh man, a complicated. Oh man, all right. <laughs> so I'm spending some of this threat. I'm spending two points of threat. Okay, shocking. So here's what happens. <laughs> You fire the mining laser up. It bounces off of the uh, the Klingon ship. Um, Maybe we did it. You did it. You're feeling good about it for like a second. Not not yet. A one second. It's a light second away. Mm-hmm. And then the laser comes back down. <laughs> right, right on your location. You almost perfectly mirrored it. Hey. Uh, so good job. You just blasted the doors open to the... To the secure habitat down there. So now it is venting atmosphere. <clears throat> and then the 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 ship, the Klingon ship decloaks and is turning in your towards your position very, very quickly. Uh, okay. I'm gonna need a daring or fitness and con roll to get out of dodge before it fires on your location. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> uh down the hatch again. So <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be difficult to do. Because as I said, it's venting atmosphere. If you try and climb down that hatch and you uh, you don't make it, you're just going to be blown into space. So yeah, <laughs> all right. The other alternative is running elsewhere on the asteroid and then hiding behind a rock or inside a crater or something along those lines. Yeah, I guess we're just going to slide into a crater and hope to God <laughs> that it just doesn't immediately kill us. Well, we have crew in there. <clears throat> Yeah, they're hopefully they've activated their magnetic boots and yeah. aren't hurtling towards the entrance right now. Um, so, all right. So, are you going into a crater as well, or? Yeah, that's hard. I would probably go back to make sure everyone's okay. It's like realistically. All right. All yeah. Right. Let's go. Let's go back down there. So, let's. Okay. I need. I need a three successes. Three. Oh God. I can't even do that. Uh I can. It's gonna be very hard. You uh, could roll two critical successes. You're still gonna roll two dice. Um. Uh. Actually, let me. God, I'm just gonna get blasted into space, aren't I? <laughs> uh, oh. Wait. Do, uh, do we have transporters in the? Uh, no, that's on the base. Okay. I mean, you sight decided somehow. Yes. Right. Well, well we, we had uh, to use the ship's transporter. Yeah. We. we, we was yeah. I was. I was all the Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh wait. Wait a minute. Okay. Unfortunately, this is possibly abandoning everybody else. But I got an idea. <laughs> Okay, it's go for it. It's a dumb idea because I I stated we set up the pattern enhancers beforehand, right? Um, yeah, I think I recall that. Yeah, since, did. since I had time to, since I managed to figure out what was going on when I transported the Klingon the, this first time, can I possibly use the same routine and see if I can get us over to the Mercury? Granted, it would be in the brig, possibly with the same Klingon we were at, but it would get us out of danger and onto the ship. It certainly would. <clears throat> do you want me to give that a try yeah sure um, you can give it you can i know it's suboptimal but like realistically i'd probably try to that are in you're gonna try to get inside okay i'll let you run in there i, I will try to see but if i, I can get you could do it because if you if you have any way to get to the ship that drastically improves all of our chances because then the sh- then the ship knows that you're there and in trouble all right i mean so- the ship detected that somebody fired a mining laser from the surface so it's probably on its way 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. If you want me to just to do myself to see if we can increase the chances instead of doing two people at once, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Just yourself. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Daring engineering. Uh, and I have a focus and I'm putting my focus on transporters and replicators. All so. right. Do it. Oh God. <laughs> all right. All right. <sighs> you beam, you suddenly beam yourself aboard the Mercury. <laughs> uh, you beam aboard the regular transporter pad. <clears throat> just look around. Oh, thank God. Just, <laughs> oh, thank God. Communicate. Captain. Uh, this is the captain. So, what was our captain's name again? I wasn't. Shelly. Shelly. Captain Shelly. Meredith Shelly. The Klingons are about to fire on the. It's like uh, the fire on uh, fire on that. We tried to paint them with the drill. You need to come out. They don't know you're there. Um. All right. Uh, I'll make it happen. I hope you're right. It, we don't I have am any right. All right. Well, they move out from behind the asteroid, and they just. Meanwhile, what are you doing? <clears throat> uh, I'm going back in. Um, I just have to figure out a way I can activate my determination. But uh, uh, let's take a look. Because I, uh, I, I was trying to go with never do what you know is wrong. Yeah, or something like that. Well, um, uh, which just uh, on some level, I'm doing the right thing, but also right. You know, part of my job is to protect the symbiont. Right. I don't know. Uh, how about life doesn't always go as planned? <laughs> I was also looking at that. It's one of those two, right? Like, yeah, I would say life doesn't always go as planned because, <laughs> boy, you definitely never thought you'd scramble <laughs> back into danger into uh, an asteroid yeah. that's venting atmosphere to rescue your coworkers. I was supposed to have a cushy life sitting in yeah. a sick bay, sitting <laughs> right. back, you know, and maybe treating the occasional broken rib from holodeck injuries. Right. Maybe run into an interesting <laughs> disease, everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'll pop off that. Determ- since a free success is the way the determination works. Yeah. Two, um, yes. Free success. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That's your three. Nice. Oh, All right. Hey, now I got booted. Oh. <laughs> it's just Sorry, not I'm, me. Oh, I mean, I got four. Su- Twelve successes. You know, it's going to show Twelve. you the chat line. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got your three successes, so you're into the base. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they all did effectively manage to activate their magnetic boots, but okay. uh, they're all standing in, like, awkward positions. Like, one guy definitely has one on the ceiling and a wall. <laughs> okay. That's In fact, that's Ensign Hammer. What are you guys doing out there? We're trying to get us off this rock hammer. I need you to focus. Okay. We managed to right. get yeah. Platt back to the. I think. God, I hope we got Platt back to the Mercury. Help me yeah. set up the second set of pattern enhancers in here so they can beam us out. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, by the way, all the Klingons blew out. Um, <laughs> well, just, there's nothing we can do about that now. No. Uh, I thought about stopping that, and then I didn't. So that's on no. me, really. All right. Well, let's we'll, set this up. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll just keep that off the logs, Ensign. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna self-report that one. I should have <laughs> should have done something about that. All right, so no role required for this. Everybody set up pattern enhancers. Yeah, you just you <clears throat> extend the little legs and you put them in a triangle. Right. Yeah. Easy. The only thing you got to do is make the angles or make sure the angles are right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna try to grab as much like, as many pads and stuff of data as I can. Right. All right, scoop it all in there. Throw it in a bag. 
Yeah. They have like the, the, the little like tube luggage suitcase thing for whatever reason. The yeah, they have really large ones. Yeah. <laughs> rather not destroy all of my data. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. All right. So, uh, and then, then I guess once we're set up, I'll just periodically try to ping the Mercury with my com. I don't know if I can get to them yet, but just set up like a distress beacon type. All right. Yes. Uh, Platt, you know you're the best transporter tech on the ship. Are you going to handle the transporter? I am. Okay. So, all right. So, daring engineering and so focus transporters. Do you get a boost from the pattern dancers? They give you a die. Oh, yeah, would yeah, I get would that give me die? Yeah. Or do they reduce the difficulty? I don't know. I think they reduce the difficulty. So the okay, difficulty that's, is down that's to actually two. better. That's yeah. Actually better. It's like a guarantee. Oh, yeah, no, reduce the difficulty, please, please. Oh god, please. Give me right. two. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't transported into a wall, so that's good. <laughs> right. All right, you beam everything up. Um and yeah, and then just as you beam up, cut away to the Mercury, just firing every weapon it has on the Klingon who is subsequently fired on the asteroid and recloaked. Mercury mm-hmm. pops out, hits him with everything, uh, which severely damages the Klingon, uh, and they warp the hell out of there. <laughs> the Mercury does not destroy it; it just cripples their weapon systems, so they bounce okay. and. Uh, that's where we're going to leave it. Questions, comments, suggestions? Uh, oh, that was a lot of fun, although I realized that I might have a problem in the future. Oh? What's that? Um, I never said I gave that Klingon his uh, Dakta back. Uh. <laughs> hey, Aaron, here's a secret. He's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you didn't have his... You didn't put his helmet back on. Yeah, he, had his, he had his helmet off when... Uh, his helmet oh, off he when he got, got vented into space. Oh. Yeah, he's toast. His family might not like me that much, though. Who will uh, ever know? A blue shirt. They... <laughs> technically, I'm a yellow shirt, probably. Like, yeah, you're a yellow shirt. They're, they're, you're the guys they're afraid of. Oh goodness! So it's not anyway, the security; no. it's the engineering. <laughs> oh good. No, I actually I, I like that a lot. I like the fact that we we, we were kind of doing our our bottle episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, how do we fix this with science? So yeah, aware. trying not to just transport back to the Klingon ship and then fight our way to the bridge or something. Yeah, so and I, I liked a lot of the the aspects that we were we were given of just trying. Uh, where what would the engineering slash medical team do if they were stuck in this position? Right, so. sedate mm-hmm. everyone. <laughs> I liked my uh, anesthesia. My no, that actually was really cool. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> That was a good decision overall. So I think that was uh, that was an excellent call to make. But no, I like that we're, where we're at and and where we can kind of just immediately go. Oh, and, and answer another thing of what happens to other Federation ships that are now in the in the particular war. So because mm-hmm. Galron made decisions. So yeah, Galron made bad decisions because he had to save face. Uh, <laughs> the Klingon governmental structure is pretty fucked up. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, man. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad you had, guys had a good time. Yeah. And join us next time. Oh, I'm getting this hosting stuff down. Join us next time <laughs> with the role-playing exchange for more Star Trek adventure. The intrepid crew of the uh, US, uh, USS Mercury. Yeah. yeah hooray! Hooray! Will they live to promotion? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs>